Oh, I think they got that wire race. I'm gonna go over there and get that joint today. Nah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, there go key. Hold on. I got him coming up. Wait, you running the show this day? Uh, you running this one? What? You playing point? Donovan running it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I run next week. I think it's be scared, man. Nah, I run next. <laughs> uh, I run to give, give me the uh, where the where the where the question. I'll do it. Go ahead, man. I'll Don't worry do about it, man. No, I'll do it. Give me the questions. I'll do it. Boy, the questions in the same. The questions in the same place as always, baby. Yeah, hey, man. Look, man. You ain't got to treat me like that, bro. <laughs> Talk about where they at. Like, send them to me. Like, they in the same place they always at. Key, what's he up, man? Well, he don't, don't have them. He, he got that whack Android. Yeah, I got whack Android. Don't worry about it. I'll run point on this one, man. You want to go ahead and crack it up? Go ahead and crack it up. I'll run it next. I got it next week. Let's go. Let's do it. I'll run it next week. What up? We're back. Episode 15 of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Fellas, how you doing today? Chilling, chilling. Chilling. Chilling with my, my Lopes on. Yeah, <laughs> man. We, we all see that, man. We see you got your playground Lopes on, man. Yeah, you know, you got to bring it back to the old school, dog. The camp sun's going out the piece. Sometimes yeah. you got to do something, man. You've been stuck in the house for four months. You might as well take it You got to find some type of small victory, man. No, you ain't lying, bro. I don't know when we're going to get loose. Hey, man. Look, these numbers keep going up, man. Listen, I was going to fly to, you know, Houston today, the earliest morning. My mm-hmm. wife's like, nah, don't do it. Like, these numbers going up. I'm like, all right, we good. You're going to be on quarantine. You came back, boy. Man, listen. Oh, yeah, you got to do down. The ball is do- down. That joint. Like, all right. But you're going to have to do 14 days Regardless, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, because of the fact of quarantine, because they yeah. quarantine on, on on immediately. So oh, since yeah, you were back, got back, yeah, yeah, you'd have to go right home, and and you wouldn't been out for the rest of for at least two weeks. Man, listen, and they wasn't gonna pay you. Hey, man, <laughs> I need that. And check. you got to and, and you got to report that to your job. Oh, yeah. I know. No, I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm looking like, nah, I'm good. Keith, I'm man, good. how you doing up there, bro? I'm good, bro. Chilling, bro. You know. Your hairline ain't looking too fresh, dog. What's going on? Now nah, you didn't bro, get to the yeah. bottom. You didn't get yeah. to the bottom this weekend. Your hairline ain't looking too fresh. Yeah, I ain't go to Bob this week, bro. Get one next week, bro. Come on, man. You brush my shit. Are you saving money, dog? I ain't brush yeah, man, money. Listen, yet. listen. I'm about to retire from work and become a a, a barbershop photo model. 
You know what I mean? My boy got me. My boy got me on his. My barber got me on his advertiser for this beard. He was like, I'm about to advertise your beard. Yeah, you joined looking good, no doubt. Yeah, that's right, bro. I know, yeah, it is. I know it is, isn't it? Did you put some of that Deion Sanders in that though? Uh, no. That's what I would have put some of that up here. I would put that up top, not below. I would put that up top. You know what I mean? Like, oh? <laughs> uh, oh, Dion, oh, oh, uh, like, yo, I don't care. You got fresh hair and his whole beard gray. I'm like, yeah, dog, bro. How your oh, hair, dog. how your hair totally brown or dark <laughs> and then your whole beard gray? Like, you know I mean? yeah, Everybody know you got fake hair, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, them boys getting old, dog. They getting up there. They getting up there. All right, fellas, let's, let's go ahead and jump in the show. All right, so we got a lot to cover in the small amount. Small amount of time, man. Sure. All right, so the first subject that we want to jump on, first topic we're going on, we want to get on with what's going on in the NFL. Cap, you know, there's a lot of conversation about Cap maybe getting on the roster soon. The NFL has not formally apologized, but they've gave a, a apology for not listening to Cap and some of the things that the things that he was trying to make aware of in 2016. So – there's a lot of teams who've been talking, you know, been making a lot of conversation about, you know, the Lions, the Chargers, other teams saying, hey, we're, we're willing to give Cap a chance. But my question to the team, to the group, to the fellas, is Cap going to get on the team this season? No, sir. Go ahead, bro. I mean, let's start, let me start. Let me, because Ray's shaking his head, but Dante, you scratching yours. I'm going to start with you first. Who, me or Ray? I said you, Dante. Oh, and Dante with an F, right? Hey, I think he's going to get – I think he's going to get a shot. I mean, it's so much pressure out there at, to, for this man to get on the team. And I'm going to tell you, you don't have good backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's just get to that. A lot of teams out there don't have no good backup quarterback. I think that he can come in and be better than a whole lot of guys that, that are backup quarterbacks just by him stepping on the field and doing what he used to do in San Francisco with the RPO. And, and you, saw that, you saw that like in Pittsburgh. Man, they put them two dudes, and them two dudes were terrible. Terrible. And if you look across the league, you don't have quality backups. And I think he can come in, and then if they give him a, a, a legitimate chance, a good fresh start, and not just be like, oh, well, you know, we gave you a chance and that's it. But if he can if he can play and put it down like he used to, I think they should roll with it. Hey, bro, Cap is not a backup quarterback, though. Like in, the prior, in, the, in the prime of Cap, Cap was legitimately one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league. So for him to come in now – just to hold a clipboard, like bro, you just signing him just to sign him, dog, just to save face. Who does that even hold a clipboard? That's my bro, thing. Who needs a starting quarterback in the NFL besides New England? Hell, Detroit. <laughs> nah, nah, they got masked out with it. No, man, that boy almost thirty-five million, bro. No, they tied to that boy Stafford. Dog, they tied to him. He might be trash, but they tied to Matt Stafford, dog. Man, you believe that? Hey, man, go ahead. Let me hear your thoughts. Go ahead. Um. It depends on, but we don't really even know do do even want to play because well, he said he, well, he just had the trial last year. He says he wanted. But to I'm play. talking about right now. But it, right now, he hadn't came out. But I think uh, it depends on how he looked. You know what I'm saying? He might be a backup. I heard Baltimore was interested in him. Uh, but who would yeah. Baltimore get rid of? Who would they get rid of? They already, they already got. They already got RG three, and they got the the, the young kid uh, uh, that came out of Penn State. So who would they get rid of? I mean, that would be interesting, though. Yeah, it would be interesting. They say Baltimore, Seattle. Uh, 
couple other teams though. But uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, right now I think he's gonna get a legitimate workout to go. And if he look good, somebody I think he'll be in the league if he wants to. Hell, he can go to Carolina. For what? They, they don't have a backup. Teddy Bridgewater go down. Who they got a backup? No, that's most teams in NFL. But that's what I'm saying. not just gonna come in there and hold a, a clipboard. But he's and you gotta worry. And you gotta worry about now. You need your backup strong because of the whole coronavirus. Exactly. Thing. So that's if you if somebody get hurt, uh, sick with the coronavirus, you need your a uh, great backup, especially <laughs> at this time. And this is the thing, right? He might get the start. Okay, let's say let's say he, he come in as a backup. Teddy goes down. Then he becomes a star. They're going to win a streak. You think Carolina going to really? That's sixty-eight million reasons why. Bro, that they don't listen. If you put Teddy back. Listen, if you win it, then they're going to adjust Teddy's contract. Man, no, Teddy's Justin. No, Teddy's Teddy's contract is guaranteed. Teddy's contract is guaranteed. So you're not you're not adjusting his contract. That whole sixty. I got sixty out of sixty-eight guaranteed. So he's playing. I think he's at. A, I think it's three years sixty-one or three years sixty-sixty-five. He's going nowhere. He ain't going out. But but my thing is, you would do it because uh, you need a strong backup, especially next year with the coronavirus. People might get be off for fourteen days, so it just makes sense to me to get you a a a, a strong backup quarterback. I won't be if somebody get Cam also because you look at that and now okay, somebody gets sick, we can go right in. Same thing with Drew Brees last year with strong having Teddy, where the season still was saved. So. Cap can be one of looking at, and I think the GM, me say the uh, person in Baltimore was in San Francisco, right? If I'm not the offensive coordinator or something like yeah. that. Oh, uh, wasn't that morning wig? Ah, Roman. Yeah, Roman. he was out in San Francisco. He know his strengths and all this and that. So don't be surprised if he but, in Baltimore. But I, I look at it like this. I don't think here's the thing. Cap's not going to play. I don't think he's going to go to Baltimore because I think that's too much of a threat for Lamar being his third season. Um, it, it may – it's not going to stunt Lamar's growth, but you don't want that type of character. And, you know, not, not character, but you just don't want that, that type of – You don't want – yeah, you don't want that type of pressure on a third-year player who just won MVP and, and only can ascend going up, right? He can't – I mean, he can, he, can, he can descend, but you want him to, to uh, keep ascending up. And, and I, I don't, the pressure I don't, would be what, – what pressure would be be having a solid backup? We all know that job, but his dude was MVP. Well, I mean, do you, think, do you think RG3 can, can start but over? I, right, but that's, but that's my point. Do you think if Lamar get COVID, you think can RG3 carry that team for 10, 8, 7 games? I don't think so. Yeah, he could. I mean, RG3 I has enough know. talent. He has enough talent for them to win two games, at least one or two games. He ain't no right, he has it. He's not. He's. I mean, he's really much just like Cap, and he's already been playing. So you know, I mean, he he's already physical condition to play and mental condition to play. I mean, we're talking about Cap who hasn't played in what three or four years. I, 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 I do think I do think he's going to be on the roster. I think maybe you know the Chargers is is prime for him because of the fact that they got Tyron Taylor and they can bring in Cap and Cap could support Tyron Taylor because they're already saying the young kid ain't going to play. They got Justin uh, Herbert. Man, just Justin Herbert. They're saying Justin Herbert's not going to play next season. So you're going to carry three quarterbacks on your roster? You yeah. might as well, because you got the rookie. Is, is rookie's only on the rookie deal. Tyron Taylor's not making. I don't even think it's money. Tyron Taylor's. Tyron Taylor's not making big money. Well, he's got three quarterbacks. I just think got three quarterbacks on their roster. roster standpoint. I think it's just think? From a roster space. Most teams ain't. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles got three three quarterbacks. But will be active on game day. I don't think. Yeah, because you want to. 
you're not you you're gonna have to have the quarterback. You're gonna have to have the quarterback support Carson Wentz, and you're gonna have the rookie who can play multiple positions. Yeah, you who, who else, you else in Philly besides Hurts uh, and Wentz? Hurts. They signed another quarterback at the just just a couple weeks ago. I don't know his Shit. name. They probably ain't gonna make the roster. Shit, the Saints got three quarterbacks. The Saints got three quarterbacks on their roster. But Taysom Hill plays way more other positions, so it it, it don't take up a roster spot. On he, game. He, he, well, he's still a quarterback. He he's still. I mean, he, technically, but he played tight end. He played yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But if you're talking about going to the Chargers, Tyrod Taylor, well, you you got to cut Tyrod because he's not playing third you're, string. You're not gonna cut Tyrod, but you can. I mean, you if you're already going to the season saying Justin Hurt is not going to play, I get it. Then then you are you need a backup for Tyrod Taylor who has a similar skill set. And that's what Cap can fall into. I mean, Cap can, Cap can go both of places. He can go back to San Fran if they really want to really be honest because he has the skill set to play in that type of offense too. But I ain't you so got it. But you got to get the kid. But he's, he's got to be on the roster. But I think he's going to be on the roster. I, don't, I just don't do you think, think Cap, since Cap hasn't really said – he hasn't said anything since all this stuff happened, do you think he don't want to be a charity case just by getting signed by a team just because all of the social injustice stuff that's going on? No, I think I don't think he's been a charity case. I mean, I mean, here's an opportunity for him to get on this roster. Once you get the opportunity, you gotta go do what you need to do with it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But once you get on the team, once you get on the team, that is what it is. What it is. I mean, how you get on the team is, is a whole different figure. Cap put his leg work in in the NFL. He shouldn't have to worry about charity cases. He's already been. He's been there. He's done it, and he's been one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. One time, I think he maybe one or two. So at yeah, this point, rolling, it's, it's, though. Yeah, at that's RPO humming, boy. Exactly. I think at this point, he just needs to get back on the roster, get out there, and get the plan, man. And and this is we can see what he can do from there. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, but that's and just, that might and that might lead to a starting position next year or something. You never know. Sure. You, you never, never know. know. Anybody can go down. No doubt about it. You never know. Why not? Why not him go to Green Bay? Yeah, Jordan Love. A-Rod. They're saying Love's not playing next year unless he's playing in some type of specialty situation. Yeah, you don't and A-Rod, A-Rod doesn't stay healthy all the time. He's 36. Yeah. I think he's all New England. Good look for him. All New England. New England. He can go back up in Minnesota. Yeah, he, can go, he can go. I'm telling you, he can go to Pittsburgh. He can go anywhere. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Jacksonville. Ben I think done. Pittsburgh would probably be a good look for him. Yeah, Big Ben. And them two boys behind, behind him, terrible. Let me ask you all about just you talking about that. What about Cam? I think Cam will get a job, bro. <clears throat> I think once things open up, people want to put hands on Cam to really see if he's healthy, bro. And I think that's the only reason why he hasn't had a job, though. There's no reason for a former MVP to be out this long. I think it's only because they can't get his hands on from a physical standpoint. I think that's the only reason. But, but I don't know about that because yeah, you can but, you can invite him you can invite him to come work out right now. He can come show up for a team right now. They got people working out. You got Tom Brady them working out. You got video account working out what he's doing on his own. I think it's more than football. I don't think it's about they trying to see is he healthy. Because he's showing his videos he's doing, him throwing the football over there, Beckham, how he's moving. Actually, I just did a boot camp class in Atlanta today and he was on there doing this shit on bricks. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, this is the little boot camp thing I be doing. So he was in there today, Cam was. Yeah, Cam, he was on. He was on bricks, dog. What you, what yeah, you was doing on bricks, man? Got, hey, let me show you my brick, dog. <laughs> got that, got that brick, baby, brick workout. That little brick you done stole, man. 
Home Depot, bro. Home Depot, a dollar. But yeah, but Cam was in the workout class. Hey, today, bro. Bricks, man. <laughs> but but Cam is definitely healthy, and I think people know that. And I think it's it's more than that is going on. It's but Cam is another that. one that's not gonna be a backup. Like he don't want to be a backup. Well, he already said he would come out and do that. Cam said he he, he changed his tone and said he would. So that's why He's I said saying it's more it, football. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I'm down. I'm let you jump in this. Here's the problem with that, Ray. What you're saying? That's all speculation. We really don't know what Cam feels because he really hasn't been on record outside of a couple of times saying he's willing to do something. So I hate when people say he's just saying that. You don't really know what he's really thinking. If he's, he may be a backup. He may want to be a backup until he figure out what he wants to do next. I mean, Cam's got a, uh, he's got a full year to probably just sit back and relax, keep letting his body heal, keep training. I'm like, Keon, I, I see his stuff on Instagram. The guy looks like he's in phenomenal shape. You know what I mean? He's probably in the best shape he's ever been. So at this point, he just needs to take his time, figure out his best direction, and then, you know, get on the team. He can just sit back and relax and just figure it out. He can do what Jameis is about to do in, um, in, um, in New Orleans. So, 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 James, question to you. How would you feel if Atlanta bring him in for a backup? Would that be too much pressure on – would that be too much pressure on Matt Ryan? I know. Bro, Ty and Matt Ryan fucked up. You y'all in a black city. Cam grew up there. Listen, boy, they'll they be like, we listen, want Cam. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. The doctor, I'm let you jump in this. Listen, it's two things need to happen about Matt Ryan because I think next year is really his most. I think the 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 bulk of his contract is this past is this season. I think the next season they start start easing easing back easing the the uh, the um, the contract. The amount, the amount of money, guaranteed money, gets less and less as it goes on. So next season, they won't be cap trapped as it was this past season. He needs to figure out – he needs to get, get this going because they, they could bring Cam in. I wouldn't be mad about bringing Cam in. Or well, they could make a trade because I think, I think Deshaun's bench is going to say he don't want to be in Houston. And I'm going to be like, bring him back to Atlanta. Bring him home. <laughs> Bring him back to home. Bring him home and let him play for his home team. And Matt Ryan, hey, man, it's been love. You got us to a Super Bowl. You got us to NFC Championship, two of them. But it's time to move on. We, who, who's on, on the down climb? Who's not on the up climb? You know, he's still the best receiver in the NFL. He's on the down climb, and it's time to move forward, man. So, I, I what you saying, Key? If Cam comes to Atlanta, why not? You know what I mean? Why not get him in there in the room and let him see what he can do? And, if, you know, and Matt Ryan, I mean, he's he a better backup than uh than who they got right now. The old boy used to play for the Texans. Uh, hell, I can't even remember What's his, his name? name? Shaw? What's his name? Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, Shaw. 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 Shaw's 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 still the backup quarterback? Yeah, he's still the backup. He's still the backup. He's catching robbing money in the league. And he started, he started the game when Matt Ryan got hurt last year. Oh, he started the game. So, yeah, you know, it had about 400 yards fast. I ain't gonna lie. He had to get Seattle. Yeah, like right. 400 yards fast. But hey, listen, if 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 Cam can come in, show what he can do, show the ability, it's gonna be a tough situation. I don't think they can't come to Atlanta because they can't afford him. That's the problem. We're, we're very cap strapped. But if that happens, yeah, he take a deal good. like Jameson. If he take a deal like Jameson and look at it like, look, this can be my home next year. You know what I'm saying? I can show that a meal. Whew. I don't know if he can take a meal, bro. Like I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Cam want a meal. Cam made a lot of money though, bro. Yeah. So, Cam, got, Cam got seven kids. 
James got one. So but Cam got other shit. But Cam got other shit outside of football, like endorsements and all that too. Yeah, he got even, the, even when that deal with Jamison, that was not a great deal for him. Yeah, but I'm talking like, about Cam got like the lead setting the precedence, dog. Million no, Cam got, but Cam making more money off the field than Jamison. That's all I'm saying. Well, you're right. doing that because of what he's doing on the field. Dante, go ahead, bro. We didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, bro. No, we did mean to cut him off. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I think I think at this point in time in Cam career, I think he would take a million. And this is why. To prove a point that he can still play. Some dudes, we, we speculate that dudes wouldn't take that money. But they'll take that money to get back in the league to get on a team to make it to start playing. I mean, okay. yeah, if I'm making 20 million a year and I gotta prove my point to get back on the field, they'd be like, look, man, we're gonna pay you a million or a million five. You know what? I ain't got no job right now. Hell, I take this money. And then if I get my break to get back on that field, I'm going to show them what I can do. And then, hey, I'm going to be back in the money again. You might not pay me, but somebody else might pay me. Right. And, 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 and see, it's just, it just like, you know, if, if, you, if, if, if the New England Patriots can hire Brian Hoyer, who is terrible, terrible, they should give Cam a shot. Good old boy network, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is the good old boy network. But I'm just like, at the end of the day, man, look. New England should give him a chance. Jacksonville should give him a chance. Hell, if Pittsburgh should give him a chance, because Big Ben ain't going to play the whole season. Then he talk all that, Big Ben won't make it the whole season. Then we had them two cronies behind him playing next season. <laughs> Minnesota should give him a chance. Man, Kurt ain't, Kurt ain't getting them to the promised land, bro. Let, we need to quit, they need to quit fooling themselves. Yeah, bro, what what I mean, Kurt Cousin did to you, man? Huh? What Kurt Cousin did to you, man? Okay, Kirk Cousins got to the playoffs. Is it because of the running game? Come on, bro. It ain't nothing that he did. You be hard on Kirk, dog. It's the truth. Bro, they're giving these, a lot of these dudes all this credit. I'm looking like, bro, come on, stop playing. I just think Cam would take a million dollars and get out there and play. Now, I do like what James said about the trade for uh, Deshaun going home to play with Atlanta. That'll make a big difference on that team. That'll make a big difference. That'll make a big difference. I think it'll bring. Yeah, it'll get ugly down there. It'll get real ugly. That that man. That well, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's gonna tell it of his career. I mean, I mean, he's he next year will be. I think it's fourteen for fifteen season. So at this point, in fact, I think it. I think it is to be his fifteen season. So I think at this point, you know, it's. I mean, it's nothing. It's all up, bro. This is a business, and you got to move on in your future. Why not bring in a kid about 26, 27 is prime? You know, take take these boys to the next level. You know what I mean? All right, folks. So let's let's get to the next. Let's get to the next one, right quick. Right quick, brother. Let's talk about Jamal Adams. <laughs> He's a funny guy. LSU, LSU guy. You know, don't LSU boys, they keep people. Them boy LSU. Boy, the ball, the boy can ball though. The boy can ball. Can you let me get to the point? <laughs> let me get to the topic, man. Let me introduce the subject matter. All right, you know what I mean? I already tried to cut me off. So, so Jamal Adams, man, he's he's asking for two things: a new contract. If he doesn't get a new contract, he wants to get traded. And he's already got a point of destination. We talking about the Dallas Cowboys. So, just a just a, want to get your thoughts on this. Two and there's two questions in, with this. First question: Would Jamal Adams be a Jets? being a Jets uniform at the beginning of the season? That's the first question. And I'm going to start with you, Dante, on this one, since you're a patient. Finally, your life, you're a patient. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, will he be 
with him being a, a with him being a Jets uniform at the start of the season. And if he does, if he's not in a Jets uniform, where would he be at? I'm gonna start with you, Dante. I think he's gonna be in the Jets uniform at the beginning of the season because the Jets ain't in no rush in trading. I mean, they ain't in no rush. I mean, you got three years left on your contract. Why are we gonna be in a rush to trade you? And and who and whoever, you know, whoever that that wants him, they're gonna have to give up a lot for him. So I'm just like, hey, you're gonna be a Jet right now until I feel that a deal that is good enough for me to give give you up. You you riding with us, period. He he definitely gonna be there a while because like you said, he got what he's a first round pick, so he's going into his fourth season. They probably picked up the fifty option, and they can tag him two years in a row if they really want to. And you gotta give up about two, three first round picks, at least two, and you gotta pay him top safety money when he's only a in the box safety. Yeah, he can cover some, but he's not one of those rangy safeties that play in the middle of the field. Earl Thomas like. But he can go sideline to sideline. Dude's a talent, no question about it. It's just you got to give up so much to get him. Is it really worth the value? You know, because then you want he gonna want top safety money too. That's, well, that's you think, one of the biggest problems too. Go ahead, Key. Yeah, I think uh, the Jets, if they smart, you know, if somebody won't, if if you got some first round picks for him, if you don't plan on playing him, then you let him go. But if I wouldn't just just trade them for no peanuts, cause like like you said, dudes are talent, bro. He's one of the top safeties in in uh, in the league. So no, you said that. You said that. Well, 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 I think he's one of the top safeties in the league. So he is. He uh, is. He is. He so yeah. So if I'm the Jets, I'm just not giving them up just because you were not happy. It's a business at the end of the day. So, but if somebody come out with me some nice picks, I think he won't be there. But like you said, he gonna he probably gonna have to just stay there, just like uh, like what Arizona did with um, the uh, right. uh what's the do? Yeah, they, he wanted out. They ain't trade him. It's a business at the end of the day. So you gotta do what's best for your franchise. Well, I mean, do you guys think that there's a team that will pull the trigger? I mean, Dallas wants to. Dallas been looking at him. I mean, he wants to be in Dallas. Can Dallas pull the trigger? Do they got enough assets? I don't think they got enough picks. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they got enough assets unless you're gonna give up Gallup. You gonna give up people that you, you know what I'm saying? That that that's gonna be that's gonna want money next year from you, cause Gallup gonna want money from Dallas next year. So you might want to give up Gallup and a couple of people that you might have to pay next year to get them. Then okay, I can understand you doing that. I mean, and you know, Houston would be a good spot for them. But hell, they done gave away all they picks. I don't think I think they strapped too. I mean, you look at a team like I mean, the Steelers pulled the trick for Fitzpatrick last season, right? So the Steelers didn't look at it and say, you know, they, they went for it. They, they saw a first-round talent, and they went and drafted him. I mean, they went and traded for him. But Fitzpatrick, he's more of a rangy safety. Uh, you can put him in a box. You can put him in a yeah. middle And I think that's what separates, like, why people don't want to go get uh, Adams. Because, really, you just really plan him as a glorified linebacker. He's, he's, he's not really good in coverage. And you got to put him on, like, Kelsey and, all these good tight ends, bro, they're eating, eating his lunch. And that's his problem. And that's going to really hurt him in his market. Even when he get on the market to get paid, that's going to be the problem he's going to run into. Well, let me ask y'all about um, the Saints. Because it, it looks like Jenkins may sit out the season. And he I think he's supposed to be your starting season. Starting, he's supposed to be your starting he's safety. Strong safety yeah. So what do, you, what do you guys think about it? Do y'all think about making that move? I mean, you, you, no be, you, be, <laughs> well, you, I mean, no you may not pay – 
You may not be able to pay them this season, but you can pay them next season. You're going to make the trade, though. You could still make a trade. You could make the trade, but like I said, you if his his if, if if Adam's gripe is just to get paid, any team trade for him, are you giving him a deal now, or are you making him wait two years? Right? Or you gonna? I mean, you can do you can do the same thing that the, the Rams did for um, for uh, man, I'm off the off the play. Come uh, on, Florida State. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, say it again. For Ramsey. Ramsey, you can do the same thing for Ramsey. They well, all they, they, on they the waited, play, but they right? waited a year. They waited a Good. year later, but they they could have. I mean, they made the trade in thinking that they're going to eventually get him a contract. Now, if if, if Adams would have said, "Look, I don't want to be a Jet because we're not playing well. I want to win, and that's why I want to go." But his gripe is just to get paid. He's mad over his contract. So evidently, he wants his money. Like that's what the gripe of the whole trade is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it ain't like Ramsey. Ramsey, yes, he probably did say he won't get paid, but yeah, but he won his money too it. when he was no. He, he pulled up the Brinks truck. Yeah, at Jacksonville, he won his money, but yeah, he pulled promise, up the Brinks truck. They're gonna give him that money, yeah. <laughs> you know. But but Adams, and if you look at Ramsey, Ramsey is one of the top two corners in the league. He shut down Kite Corner. Ramsey, I don't know. Did you, you see? Oh, hold on, I don't know. On Twitter, they had like a top ten list that was floating around. And I don't recall Ramsey being in the top, top five Ooh. in a lot of people's lists. There's a list on Twitter that I didn't really get to grab it, but it was a list wow. on Twitter that was floating around where people didn't have Ramsey in their top five. Ooh. Like they had, they had a lot. They had, they had DeAndre White. Uh, DeAndre White. Yeah, I think it's White. Uh, I think it's oh, yeah, when he came out LSU. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo, yep. Yeah, they play at Buffalo. They had him in the top three. They had a couple of other players, Humphrey, another couple of players in the top three. They, but they had Peters. Marcus Peters as the number one coach safety. I mean, corner. Really? Oh, nah, he made plays. Marcus nah, Peters, he's a gambler, dog. Like, he, he made he, plays. If you got time in the pocket, you can beat him easy. I don't know. He a gambler, dog. I mean, Adam, he, he made plays, no doubt. But yeah, he Adams. Plays, Adam, you talking about Adams getting paid almost fifteen million dollars a season? Is he worth it? I think he worth it. Just to play a go fly linebacker, bro. Just to pay in the box. Yeah, bro, dudes make plays, bro. He make plays. He ain't helping the judge win. Shit, they need more than him. They need Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, they need a gauge, bro. That's the know. problem. Listen, and, and <laughs> Sam Donaldson is the problem. Struggle. Sam Donaldson's gonna struggle again this year. So yeah, they need more. They need get, they need to get rid of Gage, but Gage is the problem, though. He's supposed to be this whole quarterback offensive genius. Man, boy, trash, man. But if, but if you ain't got other players, I think they draft is bad. I like you don't have no receivers. I mean, you got Le'Veon Bell, but I'm like, that's it. I mean, and he having a he had a down year last year. I mean, I they defensively, I think they're fine, but offensively they're horrible. And you're right, the coaching. Like I don't know what they're looking at in the draft. They they they're just doing terrible terrible draft picks. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot of capital going to get Adams, bro. It's a ton of bread. You talking oh, so we all agree he'll be with the Jets next year. Absolutely. Yep. I, I think he's gonna be the Jets for the season start. Yeah. All right, but let's jump into the NBA. We got NBA news up next. You know what I mean? We done went to the NFL, nothing really crazy going on. I think the Jenkins situation though, you guys may want to keep your ear to that because we need I do feel him. like he's not gonna play. He doesn't feel like he's gonna play. And then the thing about Jenkins is he has things he can do off the field mm-hmm. that still would carry him a salary, right? Yeah. I mean, he's already signed up with CNN, yeah. uh, so he can really, you know, he's not going to be affected. 
directly. He won't get directly impacted. And he could probably just retire if he really wants to. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be other players who are afraid of this Kovac. You know what I mean? That's going to really feel like that. Kovac. Yeah, there it is. Kovac. They, they really feel like it's going to be an issue. Man, how many Coronas have you had, bro? Like, you, like, you felt – You sound like you sound like you had about four or five. Just a half. How many have you had? Like um, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, there's a lot with the COVID-19 going on. We already know what's going on in Florida. I wasn't, we could post off with Kendrick Perkins, but I just want to, I want to get y'all th- guys thoughts on uh, how a lot of these players are still very apprehensive about playing the season. Like, what do you, I'm going to start with you, Key, because you are NBA, um, uh, um, NBA uh, expert. So we're yeah, going to start with you first on this. How do you feel about some of these players? Because we see Avery Bradley, you know, he's dropped out because of family. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a couple of other players dropped out because of family. Then one player just flat out said, hey, I need to, you know, take this time to make sure that I'm straight coming on to next season because, he, you know, it's a contract here for him. So how do you feel about some of these players being very apprehensive about playing in the environment that's going on within Florida right now. Well, you know, bro, they got a, uh, they got a legitimate, uh, you know, I ain't against anyone pulling out, man. Cause like you said, you might have, like, I think Avery Bradley, like son is a high risk. Right. Uh, he got uh, medical issues where he don't want to be away from him and he can't bring it with him. Then you got people who, cause what's going to happen. You don't want nobody to go out there and somebody actually die from it. And then the whole world going to be like, Bro, they shouldn't have never even played. So everybody got their right. And I, and I like the way the NBA is not holding that against them. Anybody who want to bag out, they letting them bag out. But I wish every player could have just been on the same page. But I just wish they'd have all came together and been uh, just one voice and been like, we doing it or we not doing it. We didn't get to talk about this last week, though. How do you feel about that? Especially with, you know, Kyrie leading the charge, more wanting to – he wanted to basically – Maybe, I don't know about starting his own league, but he basically wanted to kind of cancel this season, not go back, not not have this re, re-up of a season. How do you feel about the fact that they were off kilter when it came to the message they wanted to put out there to the communities? Me, I, me personally, I think they should have canceled the season, man. I think I would – because the WNBA women did it. You know what I'm saying? They all got together and said they're not going to have the season. So, because – yeah, WNBA. Yeah, they not playing. They all said they, they just gonna focus. No, no. When, when, they, when they, they are playing, they are playing. They are playing. Yeah, just certain players in the academy. Out. Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of them sitting out too. So yeah, but I, I, I get it. You know, what I'm saying if you want to take that route, because I feel like it's just not gonna be the same to me, man. This is, you know, you coming in there, you ain't in your great shape. You know, what I'm saying. Huh? Better be in shape. You had four months. Man, but it's different. You know, it's different when you're working out and running up and down the court. It's you know, the game going to be sloppy. Than the season. What's the to, to me, the game, to me, the game going to be sloppy. Because if you're a team that depend on outside shooting, that's going to suffer a lot until uh, you get a rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you got a team that score a lot of points in the paint, but if you're a three-point team, it take you a, a, to get your run. This is like when you start in a season, they've been off for four months or longer. So this is like when you coming into like starting off the season, the, 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 the play is sloppy. It take you a minute to get in game shape. It get you a minute to get a rhythm down with your team. It take you a minute to, for your jump shots to start falling. All that is like rhythm, man. It's just not going to 
they just not gonna go back and playing this high. It's probably gonna have more turnovers. You probably gonna get a lot of players getting hurt because they ain't in the greatest shape. You know, and they're coming up and go right into a playoff. So just be expected for a lot of that, man. People pulling hamstrings, you know, Achilles. You got to worry about all that, man. It, and it's just worth it for this half of a season. So that's what I'm looking out, seeing how many injuries we gonna see. Donathan, go ahead. I think it's gonna be a crazy. I think I, I agree with you, Keith. I think it's going to take them some time to get their footing. Because, you know, when, like I said, when you be out three, four months and you're talking about, okay, now we're going back to playing team basketball, it's going to take a minute to get back to the people that you know, the spots that during the season, you know what a spot a person going to be in when you come down to the court. He going to the corner. He going to the free throw line. He going – but you don't, now, now you don't have that same camaraderie because you, you, you haven't been playing the last four months. So now you got to go back and re-jail again with your teammates because you haven't been playing with them, you haven't been working out. So I do agree with you, Key, that it's going it's to be sloppy basketball in the beginning. And I hope nobody don't think that you're going to get quality in the first couple of games. You're just not. I mean, yeah, you done been off, yeah, you done rested, but it's a difference when you rested and you're playing one or two games with your teammates every week to where you're not playing at all. You ain't even around them. And I think they, you know, I think they should cancel the season. Because at the end of the day, it's going to take the right person to get hurt or the right person to fall out. Then it'll be like, nope, we done. We done. We're going to stop this season right here. And you don't want that. And, and the way you eliminate it, say, hey, man, look, let's just end this season, start over next year in December or whatever, wherever, November, December, when you really want to start, and let's just move forward. Because it still gets back to this. This is a different year. This is like this year is like no other kind of year that we've ever seen in our lifetime. So you you just got to take it for what it is and just deal with it. Money or no money, it is what it is. You're just going to lose out on money. You know, because like you say, if somebody gets sick or die, you're going to lose that money anyway because they're going to shut it down. They're going to shut it down. I just think they just, just keep it moving. Start over next year. You know, put a, you ain't got to put an after. The season is what it is. And keep it moving. Man, you're going to be like, man, when that season starts, bro, I couldn't wait. Boy, I'm glad it's back. You know you're going to be excited. Man, stop it, bro. I'm just saying, bro, because it, it, it don't make any sense. Okay, let me ask this question. Ray. Why? Why it don't make sense? Let, let's say LeBron fall out, and and and, and, and pass on the court. You gonna be like, man? You gonna be the first one that said, man? They should have never been out there playing. Say, you bro, know this. I know this. Dudes, say, bro, these dudes are out and about. You can catch the virus doing anything. Everybody no, out and about. Everybody's not out and about. What are you no. saying? I'm just saying, even if you practicing and playing pickup basketball, these cats are playing pickup basketball, right? Like you have like these boys are not going out, not playing nothing. I don't believe Great. that. So he, you can catch the virus doing anything, bro. Yeah, but you know who, but you know who you're around, bro. That's why they're doing the bubble. But right, that you ain't safe in the bubble. What are you talking about? No, listen, bro. They no, it, it'll never be a perfect time. To start the NBA season, if, they, so if they're predicting, if they're season. predicting, if that's the same thing with any sport, if they're predicting another wave, then even in the fall is going to be in jeopardy. That's Are why you never going to play basketball and sports again. But that's why you forget the season and start in January with a brand new season. They're not going to start in January, Donovan. You're dealing with multi-billionaires. Though it's too much money on the line. Why you think the NFL starting training camp on time? But like no, you said, money, until, money until, the, today, until, until the, right, the right person gets sick that's, and, that's, and that's, something that's happens. The if. That is always going well, every, every sport is going to be that. Nobody's right, complaining why Major League Baseball is playing their 
60 games. Ray, but you don't have in Major League Baseball, though, Ray. You you basically you six feet away from each other anyway. Bro, you in the dugout, you are right on top of people, though. No, listen, Ray, Ray. When you in the outfield, bro, when you playing in the field, you ain't up on nobody. The close person is not in the catcher. No, ain't nobody do. breathing all on you, fouling you. All don't that. you realize you gotta be in the dugout? They gonna, you can separate the dugout, right? That's easy. Ah, how you going to spare the dugout, Donovan? What you mean, how you going to spare the dugout? <laughs> no, the, the dugout only fits so many people. Right, but that's what I'm saying, Ray. You can have when the people sit in the back and in the front of the dugout. In the, Donovan, in the, have you been in a dugout before? Donovan, you, you hear how you sound, bro? Ray, don't, they have, don't they have rooms in the back, right? In the dugout? No, yeah. that is the clubhouse. Okay, so you sit in the clubhouse. To the yeah, anybody ain't doing that, though. No, okay. nobody's doing that, bro. No, right. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? You ever been to Major League Clubhouse before? Yeah. They always go to the back to the club. No, I didn't say they don't. He's saying, <laughs> like, he's saying you can expand the dugout. I'm like, dog, no, you cannot I'm, expand the dugout. No, I, I mean, people can be, some people can be in the dugout, and some people can be in the in in the behind the dugout in the in the, um. In the rooms or whatever, so it's time to go back out. And well, the they're ball. gonna be in the mid, the adrenaline in the plane. They're not. Ray, you know they're, on the Ray, they're not. Ray, you're not. You're not totally correct. Because if you, because the pitching, they're already talking about the, what they're gonna do with the pitching staff. How they're not gonna have the staff sitting in around each other like they normally used to. They're not gonna have all of them back there in the uh, what's in the, in the uh, bullpen. The bullpen is gonna be set up somewhat differently. They're already they're creating scenarios so that people can. So they won't. They can't keep social distancing within the players. So that's, that's everything you're saying is not that's true. That's not going. That's you can't maintain that, though. I mean, the whole goal is is the testing aspect of it's going to be more consistent. It's going to be more. This going more streamless when it comes to the testing. That's so the, the testing, same way with the NBA. Really, same way with but, NBA. I mean, but uh, but here's the problem with the NBA. The NBA is more of a contact sport than anything, and it's still harder really? to you to maintain where the actual players and not just the players, their families and people associated around them are going to be going. So there's right. there's still a issue with trying to hold down where and all you need is one person oh, to no get doubt. in this bubble no that's infected and then everybody gets affected. How you not, not letting the families how, coming into the playoffs though, right? But hold on, how you been paying attention? How these college teams, one player's right. got affected now. There's like thirty coming out of nowhere. Yeah, that's why. All I'm saying, like, it, it, it's never gonna be a, a a a good time to start. So if you don't put nothing to work towards. Then you're shooting in the dark. No, the, that's the why they put the bubble in no, place. The good time to start would be when you have a vaccination. Well, I mean, that's also, sport. yeah, that, that's we don't it, know. That's not that's not just that's not just any sport. That means you have something that can cure the issue that issue that's lingering. But here, here's the thing that nobody's talking about, and you're not even saying this. You're talking about everything else. You're not talking about all this. You haven't brought the fact that nobody knows the longevity of the issues that can happen to you if you catch it. Nobody knows about nobody it. Like, nobody knows. Like, so you know, everybody's talking about the nine to 14 days, but nobody's talking about how this can affect you two, three, four, five, six years because they don't know. And people getting it twice. <laughs> and then people are talking like athletes this and athletes that. They're young. They're young. But they don't know the effects of what can do with their body, their lungs, and anything else moving forward because they're talking about how long. People are saying they've, it's been months where they can't smell or taste something. So you don't even know the long-term effects of what this can do to you. And so, that's I mean, what I'm just, saying. But to answer that, somebody who running, you got somebody who running down that court, and their lungs might lock up or whatever, and then they down the court on, on TV. 
then it's going to be like, what is this all for? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I feel you, though. I mean, nobody knows the unknown. But at the same time, if you try to put the best scenario possible on the table, the NBA giving you an out. Like, it's a volunteer army. Like, you don't have to play, but all these that they want to win. It's competitive, bro. They're competitors. They want to play. And if the, the bubble is the best situation, the best you can do, then that's why they're playing. Man. Yeah, of course, if somebody gets sick, then you can easily say, see, yeah, you shouldn't have played. But that's that's, that's going to be that, though. So you won't have to get to that point. Listen, bro. Just go no, back. But that's what I'm saying. Even if you don't get to that point. So let's say they go with their plan of starting the next season in, what, November, right? Something like that. No, they're talking about December. Well, even December. Who's to say it won't be a second wave of coronavirus? Prolong them again. It's never going to be a perfect time to start, in my opinion. Because this COVID, like, it ain't going nowhere. But you don't want to see, there's a, there, now they might have a, a vaccine by December. But that's, that that's a dip, but what you're saying is there's a difference between so what you're talking when you're talking about the second wave, which they are predicting. See, they're right, predicting off of data. This is what I'm trying to tell you. They're predicting off data that they're utilizing right now from all you 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 all different um, stat lines across the world, right? And there is a strong possibility that this is gonna return and come stronger because the cold weather everybody's close together and all that type of issues all that type of stuff transpires and that's the reason why but they're using data what i'm trying to tell you is there's no data on how they know how it's affecting people's bodies long term so just the simple fact that you guys get back out there great you got there play ball and and you know these are millionaires they can yeah they're going to be able they even if they have some type of issues financially they're straight it's about certain people that are going to be around them and, and people beyond it that the reason why you got to be a little bit more careful, especially football. Especially football, because football, football really is going to be tough. Football is going to be tough because there's no real way to contain what's going to be going around outside of what, you know, outside of playing on one field. And I don't know how you're going to um, keep the same um, sanitary uh, um, um, situation when you're like you're trying to clean all these different things, these whether it's you know seat stadium seats, the field, all that type of stuff, people spit, you know what I mean, all that stuff. I I don't know how they're gonna do it. I have no idea how they're gonna do it in football. Do they cut out the warming up? Do they cut out different issues? It's, it's gonna be crazy. So it's I'm interested. It's college. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it in college. Yeah, because right? you got a lot of Alabama players got it, uh, LSU, LSU players. All these different uh, in Texas. Yeah, Clemson just had Clemson. Clemson, Clemson. yeah. Yeah, so, fourteen more last week. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm saying, yeah, man. I got like thirty right now. So we're gonna dive in that in a minute. We're gonna dive in that in a minute. Let's jump into uh, let's jump to the next topic. That was a good discussion right there. I mean, y'all, I know y'all saw the back and forth. It was a couple, about a week ago. You know, news go by so fast, man. It was a back and forth with uh, with with Kendra Perkins and and. Kawhi calling, he called Kawhi, I mean, not Kawhi, uh, Kyrie a bird brain. And <laughs> because of some of the comments that, uh, that, um, that, um, that, that Kyrie. The Kyrie wanted to like focus on when it came to the NBA and the return and all that type of stuff, man, and what's going on now, especially with Black Lives Matter and with us protesting. He didn't want to distract the situation, but what's going on at hand. And he wanted the NBA, you know, not to even to restart because. You feel like it can push a, a major distraction. And, you know, Kendrick Perkins, who I think is on, um, who I think is on LeBron's payroll, 
had his own little feeling about it, and they called Kyrie a bird brain, and then KD called him a sellout. So I want to talk to you guys about that situation, man. How do y'all feel about that situation? Who who do you agree with? I know y'all been keeping up with it. I'm gonna start with you on this one, D. Who do you who do you agree with that situation between K, KD, uh, Kyrie, and and, and Perk? First of all, I have an issue all the time when black athletes go at each other. Seriously, I have a real issue with that. Whether good, bad, or indifferent, because we, then we put ourselves in a different light to, to, to give people to write about us in a negative way. I mean, it's good, it's good for TV, but I think it's, it's a problem. Like, you, whether you agree with Kyrie or not, you shouldn't go at him like that. You can just say, I disagree with him. You know what I'm saying? I think the dudes should play and just keep it moving because that's what we do to each other. And I, I have a big issue with that in sports. Like, we always give people, you know, stuff to put against us. For us, like, I mean, I mean Kendrick and, 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 and KD, I mean, it's the same thing with him. You disagree with what he said, but you ain't had to call the man a sellout. You just, you just you disagree with him. It is what it is. And leave it at that, you know? And I, and I think that 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 Perk should have called KD instead of getting on TV, you know, and and coming out the way he came out, you know, where you came over my house and ate the macaroni and cheese and all that stuff. And I'm like Perkins when he gets into the thing of, well, you know, I I, I got to live that every day. No, you dummy moved in an all white neighborhood by yourself. That's your problem. You know what I'm saying? You did that. You could have moved someplace else. So you ain't had to put all that out there, you know. I just think I just think they could have handled it off off camera more than on camera. Ray, go ahead, bro. I'm gonna let you finish this off, Keith. And I, I think I think I don't think Perk mean meant anything about the whole bird brain situation. I think it's more just like a joking comment. Because even when Kyrie was voted for uh, vice president of the Players Association, he was like, "Man, it's like it's like Kyrie gonna be blind leading the blind." Like he's always throws jabs at Kyrie. And the things sometimes Kyrie say, like, the, the earth is flat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it just – some things, that's why he probably made the comment. I don't think he really meant nothing by it. It's more I think a, he meant a lot about it. I think he meant a lot about it. I, 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 I really don't, I really don't think about. he really meant <laughs> – I think he meant, I think think he meant know, exactly the, what he said. Right, I mean, yeah, he said what he said. I don't think he meant it in a, a, a derogatory way to, like, demean Kyrie. Yeah, like, I mean, I he said it, right? Like, you can interpret words how you want to interpret it. But I don't think he really meant it. Ray, that. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You know what the hell you talking about? I'm just saying, I don't. I, I, I really don't think he really meant it that way, though. Like he meant it in a more of a joking way. Nah, no. no. honestly, I think he did. No, no, no. <laughs> like, he meant it how he meant it. Right, that's what I'm saying. But I, 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 in my opinion, I don't think he meant it in a, in a way to like really to be derogatory towards him. In your opinion, I think with, I with, the, with the KD situation, I think KD really meant that. Yeah, he I really he think sellout. KD meant that, bro. Yeah, I, I I think he was being a sellout, bro, because you he if you ain't meant that, what you doing it for likes so they can keep putting you on on TV, making you the hot top hey, of the bro. day. To me, you selling out for sales, TV. bro. You on TV, controversial sales, but, bro. But then you selling out for TV. You supposed to be. You can play the game with your brothers. Nobody want to be called a bird brain, bro. I don't I care if you that. in the joking matter, no matter. Nobody wants to be called that. No doubt about it. Kyrie <laughs> still play, but I don't think he meant it in a way to so, be derogatory. So to me, like 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 Perk, bro, you was a player, bro. So at the end of the day, you 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 know you'd have been in that locker room. You you'd have been to the brotherhood. Now you gotta talk differently. 
than these other reporters who never played the game. Not saying you got to take sides, but for you to disrespect that man calling that man a bird brain. Bro. But disrespect ain't got nothing to do with him being in the media or being a former player. But that's what, but I'm saying, that's what KD was saying to him. Like, you're yeah, he just don't like the media, bro. Like, he's saying, like, and he's, what Perk said, and his opinion has nothing to do with him being a player, being in that locker room. But Raymond, we're not saying you can have a different opinion than Kyrie. It's just when you go left, like Donovan said, and call a man out his name. I feel that. It, it, you know right. what I'm saying? That, what does so that have to do with nobody being a and the code and all that? Like, what does that have to do with it? Because you are doing stuff for likes. When you speaking out of, on a player name, you are doing it for the white folks to big you up. Oh, K Kendra Perk is the next big. Uh, thing we got to get him on, get his take. Not because you being a fool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You speaking bad about your brother for likes for the white man. So that's what KD was saying. I don't think he had a problem if he'd have came out and said, "Bro, I disagree with Kyrie. I think Kyrie should go ahead and play." But when you come out and you doing, he did stuff disagree likes, with Kyrie. Yeah, but then you putting that other extra stuff disrespecting the man because you want white folks. Now, once he, once uh, Kendrick Perkins said he a bird brain, it a take. Let's call up Kendrick Perkins. Get his okay. take on so, the whole thing. Just so, so what you're saying is, just because he called him a bird brain, is that yeah. why he a sellout? Yes, you selling out oh, to on, be... Man. No, come you on, selling man. out to be more of the likes of the report. They ain't calling Jalen Rose up at the time. At the Everybody wanted to talk to Kyrie. The highlight of it became Kyrie a bird brain. This is what Kendrick Perkins... It, it took away from the issue. It wasn't even it was saying. Funny. It was funny. No, so, so I, that's I, what I'm saying. So you being a, you 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 coming with the fuckery? You no, but you act like you, you act like about he's taking away from. No, you're taking away from it now because you calling this man. Now this is the highlight of the of the topic. Kyrie was called a bird brain from Kendrick Perkins. Nobody is talking about the issue no more. Oh, yeah, y'all act like Kendrick Perkins went on a world tour after all. No, I, I just think. I just think. I just think. If any, if anybody should have said something, it should have been Kyrie instead of instead of KD, because he the one called the man the bird brain. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Kyrie should have said, "Hey, hold, on, I got an issue with that. Let, let let let's talk offline." And it should have been that's what it should have been. Now to call the man a sellout because he called the man a bird brain, nah. I don't, see that, I don't see how that's a sellout. He, I think <laughs> KD just mad at how Kendrick Perkins don't take up for the players like he probably want him to. I think that's why he's saying he's a sellout. Because he's I talking think, like, like he's, he's a media guy now. Oh, you're not taking the side of the players because you was a player. Like he yeah. said, you was in the locker room. That's yeah. why KD calls him a sellout. Yeah. Yeah. Not because he called the man a bird brain. I think that did it too, though. I think that's what pissed him off once you call somebody bird brain, bro. Right, but at the same time. And we know how close Kyrie and KD is, right? They like best friends, bro. I get it. I, I totally get all that. You step up for your friend. But what, what does calling – Perk a sellout. What did Perk say other than the bird brain to make you him? You use another word. Just but like that's just, so you can't call a man a sellout just because he calls someone a name, whether he meant it or not. Right. That that's ridiculous with KD, though. Like, come on, bro. Like, but, dog, but, cut it out, bro. But, but I KD, wasn't mad with him, bro. You no, call Kyrie him. ain't mad, mad about it. Why are you mad? Man, Kyrie was mad. He probably just ain't say nothing. <laughs> like Kyrie ain't say a word. If you but, say, hey, but we we all got to remember that Perkin and uh, KD got history, right? Yep. Right. You remember that you know, when when KD said, um, "I think it was an issue." One when when Perk called um, uh, Westbrook Mister Mister Oklahoma City, right? And and he felt a certain type of way about it. Just the simple fact the way he said it, like you know, like 
like Katie didn't put the work in to be to have that same type of uh, respect that in Oklahoma as yeah. as as uh, Westbrook. So right. you already know that he's probably on ten when 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 he says it. Not now, mind you, Perk has said some outlandish things of late. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's some things that you've been like, what is he talking about? Right, these yeah. that you kind of be like, uh, I, I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. Even to a point where him and Skip Bayless had like a back and forth. Yeah, they were going back and forth. Right. So I mean, so it's been a lot of things that he's saying that people look at as kind of outlanders that maybe they feel like he's kind of jump on that LeBron bandwagon and and he want to be you know he want to be the fifth horseman. It want to be him, Maverick. Uh, <laughs> LeBron, trying to get down, man. <laughs> like it be here, all of them, right? So, I, I, what's going to have to check him on Twitter? Uh, what's the old dude from Boston? Uh, uh Bill, uh, Russell. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. When he said Bill, LeBron's, the, LeBron was the greatest athlete ever the played in all NBA. time. He was like all man, time, and he said man. that he was like, and, and, and Bill Russell was like, listen, I was number two in the high jump in the world. <laughs> Like, like coming out, he said, I could have went, I could have played in that, but, you know, he felt like he, he said he chose basketball, which is, by the way, has been a lot of athletes that play, even play basketball or play football, those playing two sports. Right. Could have went and played in those sports. Deion and Bo Jackson did, bro. That takes some time. I mean, shoot, Jay, play football in the It's not just, it's just not about to say, it's just not just them two. It's, it's been others. It's been cats that play basketball and both. They play both too. And James, and another thing, right, you right with the LeBron thing. He said some other outlandish thing that they had to check him on. He was like, LeBron is, when it comes to social, he's more influenced than any athlete ever, bro. Did you see Muhammad Ali? Like, they were like, Come on, uh, bro, like, like Jackie yeah, Robinson. Like, 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 <laughs> people that he just kind of just skipped past. And he just like, bro, like, he's been saying, yeah, he's been saying things has been outlandish, you know what I'm saying? And that's the problem they have with him right now, like, you're just saying things, bro. You got to kind of be chill on out. TV, bro. Just yeah, to be on like TV. we know you got a platform, we get it, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta relax a little bit. This, you know, we get it, man. And you know, what I mean, and, and I think I think what's going on is Raymond see a lot, of, a little bit of, of of perk in him, and that's the reason why. That's the reason why he out here saying these out, back on these outlandish comments. Because he seen, bro. Whether you agree with it, is what it is. That's like saying. Uh, Kobe is Mr. Laker. Yeah, everybody might have an opinion. Magic might have an opinion with it. Kareem could easily have an opinion to it. It's what it is. So if Kirk Perp said, uh, what's his name? Uh, Russell was Mr. Thunder. No, what you getting your feelings for? To, to be like going to back and forth, bro. That's crazy, dog. Man's opinion. You you agree with it or you don't agree with it. And keep it moving. People, know, because people know the work that you put in. I think it's because they had a very close relationship at some point. So it would be like if me and you have a close relationship and you've always felt like, like, you know, you feel like you, you know, we'll put this in this situation with what we're doing right now. If you feel like you're Mr. Argon Brothers, mm-hmm. right? And you know, me and you've had a close relationship, but you've never actually physically told me in my face that you feel like you're the, the main one, right? You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, and I know where you get on Twitter and you announce yourself. I'm gonna look at you odd because I'm gonna be like, man, well, you, I, I didn't know he ever even felt that way. You would probably think that way. It's like if you're not saying it to his face, if you're not telling him, because he could have been one of the issues between him and Westbrook. Everybody know Westbrook is uh is 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 the godfather to one of um what's his name sons, uh, Kirk. Kirk Perk's son. 
But so he's had a close relationship with both of them. If he would have said to him, "Hey man, listen, I feel like Westbrook is Mister 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 OKC to KD," and KD said, "Well, you know, all right, I feel, I see what you're saying." And then one day, a couple months later, a year later, he says on Twitter or he says it on on some show, "It's not news." He said it to him. You understand? It's like I say, it's just the same thing. It's like you feel like you 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 missed the argument, brother. You don't tell nobody. You don't say it. Then a year later. You go on there and you announce to everybody, yeah, I'm the Mr. Everybody out here gonna look at you like, well, I don't know what the hell he talking about because he ain't never said that to oh, me. Bro. It's just it don't it don't equate. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It don't equate, bro. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you had a close relationship with both of them, if you would have said that to both of them, I don't see any issue with. It. Yeah. I think I think I think he felt a certain way because he must never said something to him. I think he, that's what it's about, bro. I, I think feel like it just was something. I think he should have kept a game. I think per in that situation, and if you cool with both of them, you you take a back step to that. Like mm-hmm. like like because because you cool like both of them. Like, if y'all like brothers, like you say y'all per, you don't get involved or you don't say, well, you know, this man is Oklahoma City. Well, everybody knew that you know KD and, and Westbrook was Oklahoma City. You know what I'm saying? Them they when you when 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 they when 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 they got together, in Oklahoma City, it was KD and Westbrook. James Harden was the guy to come off the bench. They I mean, perp, you know, hey, you know, everybody knew a perfect one. Get in there, foul, get you a couple of rebounds or something, and walk around like he done did something the whole game. You know what I'm saying? So mean mugging like he got 20 yeah. rebounds. <laughs> you done fouled the man. You know what I'm saying? So in that situation, you 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 remove yourself from that. Let them two duke it out. And if them two had a problem, you go to both of them and talk to them. But you don't just say this man. Uh, Westbrook is Oklahoma, Mr. Oklahoma City. Like, come on, man. You don't do that. You don't do that. So what y'all think about the Kyrie comments? Like, NBA starting out going to be a distraction. They should start their own league. Like, what y'all thoughts on that? Like, we never talked about that one. Go ahead, Keith. You chewing. I'll go. Go ahead, D-Spring. I, th- I think Kyrie, Ky- Kyrie just say stuff sometimes just to be saying it. You're you a know bird man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I just think I just think he's been hurt all year. He's been hurt all year. He's he, he, when he left Boston, he left Boston on a bad note. You know, because he was hurt up there. He gets the he gets the the New Jersey, and he gets hurt again. And it's like he want to be relevant. And I think sometimes Kyrie just need to stay take a step back and just don't say nothing and just get himself together. But, I mean, you you can start on me. I don't. Oh, listen, I don't have any issues with what Kyrie said because we don't know what was the context of that conversation amongst all these NBA players. We really don't know, like, in what format he said it. Like, if he's just talking, like, if he's saying, like, and in in, from what I read and what I heard, if he was saying it, like, in the context of, like, um, in, in, this, in, this, in, this, in this frame of mind, right, if he's saying it, like, listen, I don't know what we need to do, but wearing T-shirts and doing all that stuff ain't enough anymore. And I think that's what he was referencing also. He was talking about not trying to wear, you know, the T-shirts and all that type of stuff. That was cool, but we need to do more. We need to do more action, right? And if he was saying that, like, listen, I don't care if we, you know, we don't play, we shut down, we don't play next season, we start our own league, that may be just something of frustration and conversation and him just generating a thought and just saying, listen, this is what I think. And, and, and people can chew on it how they want to. Now, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he really looked at it like, 
they're really going to start their own league unless they go to Africa somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, like, it's, it's just one of those things where I think for him, he was just looking at it like, you know, just generate some thoughts and just maybe just shooting off some thoughts that he was thinking and, and maybe adding to the fact that, you know, he just don't want to do the T-shirts and all the other stuff that they've done in the past that really made, make a, a hill of sense or didn't push any type of movement at all. I mean, we're still at the same place doing the same type of stuff. Yeah. We're protesting. We're still trying to convince, you know, a lot, of, a lot of these people who the lawmakers that this is what we need. And like I said, he, you know, for him, I think he's looking at it like that. I don't think he's looking at it any other way. I think if we look at it like how we're looking at it, I think that people, that's the reason why I have problem with Perk, because he could have, the way that could have been explained, he could have did it a lot better. And it would have made everybody kind of come at Kyrie the way they did. Right, because I mean, he he didn't add in the fact that St- Stephen Jackson backed up Kyrie and also said that Kyrie had been calling him almost every day, crying, trying to figure out, you know, and not crying in the in in that in a negative sense, but crying in the sense that of how much passion he wants to be involved, he wants to help, he wants to do whatever he could to push the movement forward. So clearly, he's in, he's really involved and he's taking a personal interest. Like a lot of these young kids. There's a lot of young kids out there doing that. You know what I mean? And I think Kyrie doesn't look at himself as an NBA star. I think Kyrie looks at himself as a regular person who plays basketball. I, mean, I think that's what they don't understand about that kid. He doesn't really look at himself like I'm this superstar player. I think in some aspect he does, but I think in that aspect, he looks at himself as a, somebody who plays basketball at a high level, but an ordinary cat. You know what I mean? Like It, it just seems like that's how he's built. You know what I mean? And, you know, and for a kid like that, he's going to look at differently because some of those guys, they do look at themselves as superstars. LeBron acts like he's a superstar kid guy. And I think Kyrie just loves the ball and just a person that just – but he still feels like I have some type of presence or I have to I have a burden that he needs to carry as far as helping his people. I'm not mad at that, man. I I, I just don't – I thought they just took it out of context. And, you know what I mean, and, and Perk, Perk used it as an opportunity to kind of – Build his stance in, on Twitter. He's gonna yeah, be one of more likes on Twitter. Up, baby. He's gonna be the lead on ESPN. Boy, Perk is great. But now, I, I, I mean, like I said, Kyrie's he's fed up like a lot of Black Americans right now. We all want action, and he feel like, and and he just feel like the NBA could do more. And I think one of the NBA's, you know, is one of the most progressive franchises in all the sports. Like you know, the players pretty much run the league. Unlike the NFL, you can't say nothing in the NFL, bro. Like, for real. Like, if it affecting that shit, you're getting blackballed like Cap did. But in the NBA, at least you can say what you want to say. Start a movement. I think this is the time to use your platform. Well, that's been currently. That's been currently. I mean, I mean, Madur Abdul Raouf was a player that didn't want to stand for the – and got blackballed. So, that the NBA used to have those type of uh, issues that – with players who want to speak their mind. Key, man, you want to get your final thoughts on this? Yeah, and my thing with, yeah, the NBA have gotten better, but they also got a lot to go, too. Because, like, what Kyrie was saying, too, I think didn't come out. Uh, he wanted, after he came with his demands for the NBA, to start hiring more black coaches and give more black people GM jobs. GM, exactly. Yeah, doing more companies investing in, in black business. Businesses, exactly. Yeah, businesses. 
So, you know what I'm saying? So he actually had a great point that what he wanted the NBA to do more before we go even and play in the NBA this season, he wanted right. them to start making those changes. So it just wasn't like, hey, doc, this just don't play. This just don't go. We just going to – it's like somebody going and we ain't going to demand what we want. We just not going to go. So he actually had a cost what he wanted the NBA to do. And the NBA do need to step up more than that thing because all they do is keep recycling these old white coaches. One get fired, one back in the league next year. You might have one black coach get fired, he assistant forever. He never get another head coaching job. So they got a lot to do too. So yeah, they, the players speak out, but when they retire, they not getting them jobs. Like these young cats who retiring, who want to coach, like Mark Jackson, for example. Why Mark Jackson don't have a job? You know what I'm saying? So you know, Isaiah Thomas, all these cats, when they get fired, they don't come back and be coached. Yeah, Isaiah's well, yeah, awful, though. But, I, but shit, they got <laughs> a lot of – yeah. which was true. Coach. But which was true, but you got a lot of awful white coaches, but come back and get jobs. Oh, no doubt. They do get second. That's any that's NFL does the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they they been doing that. But my thing with Kyrie, too, like, what, what about, like – why haven't we heard this all beginning of the season? Like this, like you said, this issue of hiring coaches and NBA doing more for black businesses. Like he's been the VP of the President Players Association all year so far. We haven't heard any of type of this until now with the George Floyd situation. It's because 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 of the George Floyd right. situation, no, man. What are you talking about? Oh, is this said, the oppor- all I'm saying? Is this is not like the first time a, a black man has been murdered unjustly. So yeah, but this is the first I time. That been, why is it? The world, the world is hearing us now, Raymond. Yeah, Everybody's talking. Kyrie, Ben had a platform. That why not Ben talk about supporting more black businesses? Why? Why does that matter? It doesn't matter. All I'm saying is like, it's like your opportunity. <laughs> of course, I'm not saying he's opportunist. He now is speaking upon because of the in light of what's going on. Why hasn't he been feeling that way early in the year prior to this situation? Because the white man said. Because can I answer that? Can I answer that for you, go ahead, Jay? Because now no. they're saying they want to make change. So you want to make change. Don't just say you want to do it. Let's do it right now. Since everybody on board saying, oh, it's something we got to do. Yeah. So right now, while we got everybody ears, while everybody saying they want to do it, that's, show me you want to do it. Just don't tell me you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Show me. So that's what he's saying. Right now, while everybody's attention is on this, not just not let them off the hook, come back a year later and saying we want this. Let's do a weather. Like they say, the iron is hot right now. Let's strike where it's hot. I think, and, and, and what Key just says is totally correct. Uh, and just to kind of add it to, right now, at this point of, 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 of this movement, the pressure to put on, the, on not only the NBA, but the brands that are associated with the NBA is, should be, be on full blast at this point. Right, it, and this—they're not going to get another chance to keep this type of pressure. I mean, you see what what these brands are doing. They have to conform, or if they don't conform and and, and accept what's going on and, and, and institute some form of change, then they're going to get canceled, and they're going to get and people are going to move off of them. So right now, he noticed right now at this standpoint of of this movement that they're not going to have more attention, more eyes on these to hold these brands accountable, hold the NBA accountable more than ever. And this is the point. This is the time to inform, to start trying to create some form of change. And I don't blame Kyrie not one bit of really pushing this forward and using this opportunity to kind of get some of those things out there. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. Could he, could he be doing that all the time? I'm pretty sure he could. Maybe he is. Maybe he was. Maybe because, but but because there's been a stoppage, like like we've been all figuring out now. We got to realize this virus is the reason why we're getting the viewpoints that everybody's getting now. The things are being seen. The things are being discussed. The things people are being heard. The people are protesting because everything stopped. When everything was going, you may not have been thinking about this. Right. But the virus is the true definition of what's been going on. It's been the true defining point. And then George Floyd. But it was the virus that made everybody see it. Everybody put it in front of the TV. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at that young fella. He's only 20 some years old. That's what young people do. They shift, they move, and they find their voice later on in life. I think I'm way more vocal at 30 in my 30s than I was in my 20s. Just how just how things change. <clears throat> He's maturing. I'm with it. Uh uh, I won't beat, we won't beat the dead horse on the next topic. It was another KD and Kyrie uh, conversation. Let's jump real quick to the NBA schedule before we get to college college sports. I know y'all been seeing what's been going on as far as the NBA schedule. I just want to talk about one game, and because next week we can really dive into it. But I want to talk about that Lakers-Clippers game, which seems to be the day two of the schedule. Uh, do you think – what do you guys feel about that? Is that a good leadoff, or is that a little bit too early? They jumping right in the water, boy. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it's a good one, bro. I mean, it's only eight games, so it don't matter if it's game one or, or game eight. It's, it's going to be popping. But I like the way the NBA said, look, we're coming out with a bang. Like, for real. I like, I love it. We're going to see if the Lakers for real, bro. Clippers are healthy. We're going we gonna to see, bro. <laughs> this, is, this is time. Down to go ahead, bro. You know what? I can care less. Because, I mean, what, what's going to matter is after these eight games and, and, people are st- and people are still healthy after the eight games, I'm ready for the playoffs. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, you can get the first eight games. Like me and Keith said early on, I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I think the first eight games, people going to try to get their, you know, ground beneath their feet, the Lakers and, and the Clippers. I mean, I know they want to put some on TV that's going to be grand, but I think it's going to be sloppy basketball and let's see who make it to in the end. Yeah, I don't think they two, both these ain't. I don't think they gonna care about that game to be honest with you. Go ahead, Keith. Yeah, I agree. Nobody gonna care about that game. They'll, they'll, they probably trying to get their chemistry together, try to not get hurt, stay healthy. That game ain't gonna tell you one way or other who's gonna have an advantage in the playoff. You know? That's true. It's just, it's just gonna. They just trying to get rust off. You know, build back what rotation they want to run. Because the Clippers also got a lot of new players. They got a building that they didn't play together once. They had made some trades before the whole shutdown thing. So um, now the Lakers are going to have to try to figure out who going to play the role of uh, – uh, 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 what's the dude's name? Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, so this is going to be a, like a fill-out game. Just, and like I said, the first eight games is going to be sloppy basketball. A lot of turnovers, a lot of <laughs> just fouling, getting back in shape. So, But I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the season. You know, ain't nothing else going on. But I just want to see who's going to make their seed. I'm working out of uh, the Pelicans, Portland, and, uh, Memphis. And, and Memphis. That's that's what I'm looking at coming back. Who's who's going to get that seed? You excited seat? about your Red Sox, though? The Red Sox. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, but to, to, to me, I kind of – I'd love to see the Pelicans get their spot, but I think will be the better matchup one and eight. To me, will be Portland because you got Dame and McCullum, Melo, a little more experience. Yeah. I think that'll be a a great 
they'll be a great AC going forward over Memphis and uh, the Pelicans. Yeah, that'd be a good matchup. Yeah, we. I'm, I'm looking for. I just. I'm like. Uh, I'm, I'm really more looking for how the season going. Those those four or five teams that's pushing for that last playoff spot in the West. I think that's going to be real interesting to see how it goes. Because there's a lot of talent on those teams, young talent that I'm looking forward to see. And I know that's going to affect the, the seeding. So I'm definitely excited about that part. Other than that, I can care less about anything else because I don't think it's going to be that. I think nobody – all the top three seeds are kind of already ironed out. And unless – only only thing is really going to be something that you got to pay attention to in the last eight games is the Bucks and the Lakers. But the fact that they're all playing in one same stadium, it don't even matter who gets home court anymore. Yeah, so, so, so I I move off that as well, man. Let's jump into college sports right quick, man, before we get out of here. I noticed there's been there's been they've everybody's been affected by the COVID nineteen, but I want to talk about uh, a lot of these teams like you know Ohio State, Clemson, um, Alabama, some of the other teams out there. LSU. You know, LSU. They're they're requiring some of the players, I guess some of the players in the families to sign these waivers so that they can uh get back out there on the field and get ready for the season. How you guys feel about that? You guys being parents, man, would you would you let your child sign that waiver to get back out there on the on the field and I play? Would. I would. Me personally, hell no. Nah. And and this nah. is the reason. <laughs> you know, you gotta look at Let's okay. Let me put it in a bigger perspective. Let's say you only got one kid, right? And your kid, you know, pretty good. He he could get a lot of playing time. You 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 got to really think about this. You got to think about his life. Like you know what I'm saying? That waiver don't. If there's something happening to your kid, guess what? The school, the coaching staff, they gonna move on, and you stuck with with with, with something that your kid is gone because you allowed him to play. You know, if if my son could be on scholarship and he on scholarship, nah, you're gonna wait. You're not playing. Period. You're not playing. I mean, I understand you might be mad, you feel some kind of way. You can wait the next year when they get a vaccine. And I think the schools should not be putting these kids in a position just because they need money. Hey, that, this ain't the kids' fault that we have a COVID. It ain't these kids' fault. You need to wait and come to a conclusion and say, hey, let's do this in January. That's what they need to be meeting about. When we got a vaccine, it, what's wrong with playing? The, what, what's wrong with playing the um, season in January? That's what people don't realize. It's a different year. You got people dying from this stuff. And as soon as your kid down the field, you're gonna be ready to sue. Let's just call it what it is. You're gonna be ready to sue. And I think these, I think these universities have lived off these kids for so long. It's time for them to take care of these kids in a different way now. You done made all this money off these kids for years and years. You need, to, you need to take care of these kids in a different way. You need to take care of them now, at least for once. Because in the reality, you're going to get it back in the future. You're going to make this money back in the future. But you, shouldn't, you should not have these kids playing under these circumstances because you want to make money. That's just what it is. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, man. And I agree with you. I agree with you, Donovan. I wouldn't, man. Like you said, you on scholarship, you can just use it as a red shirt, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you to school because it ain't worth your life. Going out here, they making millions of dollars, and you the only one out there risking your health. And you die, this, we just going to send this. We sorry, you know what I'm saying? We're going to shut the season down, but your kid gone. And now you can sign this waiver saying you can't come sue or get no money or nothing like yeah. that. 
Oh, yeah. nah, it ain't unfortunate that they pulling that that uh, waiver clause. Um, but you know, the university is trying to protect their interests. I mean, they're just like a doctor. You go into surgery, you sign him waivers. So you know, they're doing what's the best for them, and the players need to look out for them, and their family need to look out for the players as well. And if they feel any type of way, don't play. I mean, like you said, treat as a ratio, yeah. But 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 my issue with that is the coaches and the schools should be looking at it that way. I don't give dog, you done made so much money off of these kids over the years. At least for one year, you can step back and say we shouldn't do this. It ain't gonna hurt your bottom line for one year because you done made all this money. Hey, ain't nobody tell y'all to pay these coaches nine and ten million dollars. Y'all chose to do that. You see what I'm saying? Y'all chose to pay these coaches nine and ten and don't want to play the players. At the end of the day, you got to do, okay, you got Dabo making $9 million a year. Shit, he making more. If you sit out one year, it ain't going to hurt his pockets. It ain't going to hurt the school pockets. Just like at Penn State, after they play all the players, I mean, play all the, the, the staff and everybody, they cleared $60 million after a football season. And this was back in like 2017, 18. So, 60, so it's not going to hurt you for one. Even, even they say, what they need to do is say, you know what? Let's start the school. Let's start this in January where we might have a vaccine that if somebody do get sick, we can handle it right then and there. We, we got some kind of comfort. But when you, but you just saying, hey, you just signed this waiver and if you die, you get sick or something happened where, where the school is not responsible. But damn it, hell, y'all ain't been responsible all the time. You know what I'm saying? You looking at what's best for the school. What is best for the school? Because if they don't play football, the school don't make no money. That's right. So, so, but what do you guys, do you think that the, and this is kind of jumping to the, it's the next subject matter, but we can just kind of combine it to this. Do you think they should take the same approach as Morehouse? Morehouse University, I mean, not Morehouse, Morehouse College, where they're canceling the entire season, all fall sports? I think they should come to a, have a meeting to say, okay, can we play this in the, in, in the spring? Because what's the difference? I mean, it's going to be a cramped year, but at the end of the day, if you know what's going on now, Let's just let let's just work on having football in the spring. It's just one year that we're we this is this is like I said, this is totally different year. You can have it in the spring where you pretty much got an idea that they might have a vaccine by that time. You you in the ballpark because because you don't want to you don't want to just unless unless now unless you're gonna reassure all the people and get them a rare show and say, okay, we're going to – the NCAA says, okay, if you want to come back and play another year, then okay, cool. Now, I can understand them doing that. Well, here's the thing. I mean, the spring – you're saying the spring is okay, but uh, what, you, what is the NFL going to do then? Because the draft still happens at the same time. The combine still happens in February. So are you asking the NFL to change their dates to where, which we know the NFL is not going to do? So are you trying to say the NFL needs to conform as well? I just said to this, college. I just think this, for this particular year, just move it back a month. I'm not saying you got to fall in line to this all the time. No, but it's it's a 15 week schedule, so yeah, you're but not going to just do a month. You could do it for one year. It, it's not going because you don't. Okay, you only you have OTAs in May. If the draft in February, you still can have your OTAs, and you still can and have you, the draft you, in April. What's the difference? You don't have OTAs you, in May. But college football is going to start. It starts in – it will start, have to start somewhere like in January. That's what I'm saying. You started start in it's January. Not gonna, it's not going to finish to probably sometime in April. Hey. April. 
Yeah. Right, because you have to think about it. Like you also got to add the fact that normally it takes a month for them to go from transition from the end of the season to the bowl games. So well, you, 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 you just you're cut going down for the bowl games. You cut down how many bowl games that you have? Man, that's money for the school, though. They ain't doing that. I don't know. They ain't doing that, bro. They're not cutting the money out. You're just doing it for one particular year, bro. You know how much money teams lose because of What the difference is, what the difference is, you you have eight games. What the difference is, you have an eight-game college football season. You're missing out on four games. One bowl game ain't going to kill you. That will cripple some schools. It would not, bro. You can't talk about just a big power. What about Morehouse College, for example? No, 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 no. What about these D2s? But we, we can't use Morehouse because here's the problem I have with Morehouse, and it's, it's not ne- it's nothing negative. I think Morehouse, from a university standpoint, has has the financial backing that's going to not negatively impact them if they miss the entire season because they have so much private donation coming into the school. That means they just somebody just gave them 120 million, so they have so much private donation coming in on a yearly basis from so many different areas and so many different people that it doesn't affect them. Now we're where you, great for your example, for what you're talking about, somebody like you, like all right, me and you, Grambling and Alabama State, would be directly impacted because if they don't have, they need that money to come in to, for, they need that money to come in. And it's not only do they need it, the cities that those universities are in need it because the cities are impacted just as much as the universities. And the others, you can't have. But if you can't have fans in a the stadium, they don't make a lot of money anyway. If you, well, they're going to have – there's talking about having fans in the stadium, but they only filled up at 50% capacity. Yeah, uh-uh, yeah it's going to be tough way to – like, like, like uh, Donald was saying, you got you – because if you're saying that numbers are going to spike up, because I've just seen where in California they shut – they're not going to open Disneyland. They had opened it up, but they shutting it back down because the I mean, numbers but- – yeah, but there's some of these. I mean, there's a county in California that spiked up, right? And then, but I mean, you got cities like Houston. You know, people in Texas who are stupid. Excuse my language. Not, not all people. In Texas. Wild, Let me take talk. that back. Let me take that back. Not everybody in Texas, but some of the leadership in Texas are a little, a little dumb, and didn't really take on the approach as seriously as they should have. As a lot of the East Coast cities, and Florida, Alabama, Georgia, some of the other places as well that also are. Mm-hmm. That have leadership that wasn't didn't take didn't take it as serious as they should have, and South now Carolina. they're in a South Carolina is a prime example. Now they're mm-hmm. in a lot of trouble because of the fact they didn't take it as serious, and now you know we are where we are with that. So we all know like it's going to be affected. And I, but my problem is is like like Ray's talking about in a certain degree, some of these universities are directly impacted by not having a season at all. And the reason why, if you're noticing, some some schools are canceling homecoming activities but not the game and then they also are canceling certain other aspects uh but they're not canceling the season because they know like like north carolina and t uh because they're paying for these buildings they're building new buildings on the campus if that brand new stadiums that they're still trying to pay off they got a lot of things going on they can't just cancel the season completely like a morehouse who has so much private donation coming in private funding coming in but they don't really need i mean they don't even play in their own stadium so they don't have a stadium I didn't know most share a football team. <laughs> yeah. They do. They do have a football team. They got a football team. They don't have their own house, man. <laughs> but they don't have their own stadium. So they don't yeah. have the same. They're not impacted financially for some of the things that some, everybody else has, man. So I, I get what you're saying. I mean, you know, schools like Gremlin, they're they going to need that form of income yeah, because yeah. that income, yeah. it helps a lot, you know, their, their athletic department. 
Yeah, it's a trick department. Gym, just football. You know what I mean? Other yeah. sports that get funded that don't get yeah softball and volleyball. Yeah, exactly. All who, that who don't bring in kind of who fit. don't bring in the same financial yeah. uh, aspects as some of the other ones, man. So I get what you're saying, one hundred percent. Especially considering the fact that I think Grandma just had some type of staff infection issue yeah. a couple of years ago, <laughs> where they were where they washing machine for probably yeah. where they washing where they washing machine weren't probably washing the uniforms. Blame I don't know how you have a staff infection issue. Yeah. I don't, I really don't know how that works, but okay, yeah, that's that's the second year brand messed our program up, man. Blame that. Yeah, what are you? Yeah, he was money for anyway. You can't if you can't wash your clothes right. For I don't real. I don't understand that. I Blame don't know that. Man. I blame Doug. <laughs> so, so they, so I, I get what he's saying. So it, he's got a good point. He's got a good point. Key man, what you think, man? Because you know, I don't think you really gave me your thoughts on it. Now, I was um, I was like, it's gonna depend, man. Cause like the the uh the parents of the kids, man. I know for me, I'm not jeopardizing my. I wouldn't jeopardize my kid life for for no rich school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what they gonna question. do? Just, Huh? This is a good question for you. So, is Bryce playing this season? Football? No, yeah. probably not. Nah, probably not. No, no, probably with it because you're saying the season might get canceled. What if the season plays? No, the season play and it's still no vaccine and it's still coronavirus. No, he would not play. Yeah. Like, you got years to play football. <laughs> you only got one life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but what and about, you gotta worry what about, about basketball. And, and and same thing with basketball. They didn't cancel the season. And it's and it and then oh. ain't the thing and it ain't the thing about them because they're young. It's them coming around other people, you, the effect yeah. uh other family members, because they might carry and and don't have no symptoms or nothing, but you're now you're that carrier infecting everybody else and your family member dying. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So that's what you gotta look at. Cause most of them athletes, they'll have it, no symptoms, but then they come home, your mother passed, your father passed, your grandmother, you know. So that's what you gotta look at. Yeah. yeah my, I not my wife already said that drink, like, nah, he ain't playing no football. And then what really happened is my was supposed to go to, you know, because he do he still do his taekwondo. So he was gonna go and do it at the actual place. The day he was supposed to go, they called us, like, oh yeah, we found somebody, one of the kids had COVID. Yeah. Oh, nah, Miles ain't coming there this summer. We done took him out of summer camp, all of that. He ain't going. Like, I'm not putting my kid in that situation, man. Nah. Yeah. Nah. They, they got, got years to play football, bro. They got years and years to play football. Yeah, he good. He'll be all right this year. He'll be doing training. He, that's, that's what he's going to be doing, training, yeah. moving the tire, working on, his, working on the ladder, jumping over the little joint. So by the time he get ready to play next year, they got a vaccine, he'll be good to go. He'll be well ready. Hey man, I understand. That. I understand that. Let's get let's switch it up to the next topic. So, this past week, Duke and, and University of Alabama both issued Black Lives Matter videos, right? Statement videos. I want to get y'all thoughts on them. Like, what do you guys think about these collegiate players getting involved in what's going on, stating you know, stating their mind, stating their opinion, you know, becoming on the forefront of pushing pushing this moving forward? Like, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about it? Um, Unfortunately, Clemson, we know how your coach feels. So we ain't worried about it. He won't be putting any statement out anytime soon. And it wouldn't be real. Uh, but how you guys how you guys feel about, you know, you know, you know, University of Alabama and I think I just saw yesterday Coach Success and Coach K, he put his out there talking about um, black black lives matter. How you guys feel about, you know, these two universities, uh, these two having two powerful coaches putting their putting their platform in use to push the movement forward. 
Man, I, I love it, man. And Coach K always been a, a advocate of getting his ex-players back jobs. You know, like he putting them on the bench. Like most of his people, they get jobs like in college, like his athletes. He might put a word in front of them to get a coaching job somewhere. So he always have been for like black players. Um, all the people you see, only two people got jobs. Amica and Johnny Dawkins. But I'm just saying, even though... Even even though even uh, though he'll bring them, yeah, he got they nah, get jobs. They, nah, they got another one. He got another one. Cable, was a third one. Cable player. Yeah, he coach. Yeah, he coaches oh, at Cable, Pitt, yeah, at Pitt University of Pitt. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now he take care of his players, even if he got to bring them on his bench at first before they go out and get a job. So, but it's just huge just to even stand up, man, and just because the voice, the 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 plant for you know they voice is huge for him to you know to put it out saying you know they support the Black Lives Movement. It's a big deal, man. You know what I'm saying? We need people like that to keep moving the needle. We need these high-power white people. You need white people to right. help push the agenda. We need them to do it. It just can't be. Even back in the civil rights thing, they had white people was helping Dr. King them. So you need them because people listen to them. You know what I'm saying? They, they influence in higher places. And they should do. Shit, they making million dollars off the back of black athletes. So it's only right, you know what I'm saying? You come and say you support that. This is what playing your bills every day. Let me ask you a question though, Key. Do you think it's genuine or do you think they're doing it because they know they need the black athlete to win? But I think, like I say, I think it's genuine with Coach K because I have saw him take care of bringing players back, giving them coaches' job and coach opportunity. So that's why I can say I think it's genuine. Now, if he was just out the blue, ain't never said that, and come out and be like, like, nah, but if. His action have shown he take care of his players. Yeah. It's a big step forward. Like I said, it's, it's, there are big prominent names in America and big, big time programs. And like I said, we just got to see what they do going forward, really and truly, bro. It's about actions, like y'all say. Yeah, it, it's straight up about action with me. I mean, you can sit there and do videos all day. You can shake it up and down, say what you want to say. But at the end of the day, what action that you perform after this, because eventually George Floyd is going to die down. It's going to die down, but I want to see if you're true to the game and, or if it's just lip service. And then we'll know. We'll know in the next couple of months. We'll know whether it was lip service or not. I, here's, here's my thing, man. And I think something I want to point out. So I think, number one, I think Nick Saban was the first coach to issue a statement out. When, when everything was unfolding, especially when the riots was going on, when the things initially hit the wave, he's one of the first coaches, if not the first, to issue a statement out just talking about that. And then having his players, you know, I think it was uh, Leatherwood who's actually the one who created the dialogue for that particular video. And then going in with those guys and talking about it. Yes, I do, do feel like, of course, you want to be – you do – you're bringing in these black, black athletes in. So you definitely have to – you need to take it upon yourself to be a part of that movement because these you're nurturing these guys and you're a father figure to these guys and they're putting their life on the line. They're putting their tail on the line and working hard and, and playing for you. You, you should be in the forefront. You should be speaking with them. You should be a part of this, with the, with this, this movement with them because not only use them for your livelihood, but the simple fact that, you know, you're, you're walking in these people's homes and you're talking to a lot of these people who come from single parent homes, you know, they're coming from single parent backgrounds, single parent homes. And they're telling you're telling the mom, I'm gonna take care of your son and make sure he gets a degree and do the things he needs to do to get his 
to move forward in his life, teach him to be a man. So I I think I think for from that standpoint, you you already know I'm a fan of him, but the simple fact that he's being on the forefront, he could be quiet. He could have did a dabbo. He could be like uh Mike um uh uh Dunley or whatever dude they Mike no Mike uh the Gundy. coach for Oklahoma State, Gundy. Oh Mike Gundy he could be like him. He could be like Mike Gundy, he could be like a lot of the other coaches who just seems like they in misinformed and not a part of it. But I think the thing about Coach K, I think even Kyle spoke on this, Coach Kyle and um and um and 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 Nick Saban, they see that you know this is the part of these kids' environment. And that's something they deal with on an everyday basis. And I think it's important that they, they also be a part of the solution. So I think Nick Saban, to be 100%, is the most powerful person in the state of Alabama, period, hands down. I don't think anybody in Alabama is more powerful than him. I don't think the governor of Downshore ain't, and <laughs> anybody else ain't, you know what I mean? So the fact that he's standing up on, on – on, and and stand up against a lot of these different, you know, racism and issues going on and allowing these kids to have a platform and being part of it and being with them. It, it means a ton to those players. And it's going to mean a ton. Hopefully it means a ton to the, to the state and pushing this movement forward so we can have what we need to have as far as uh, equal rights for all. So I, I, I respect it. I applaud it. But I, I'm, I'm like y'all as well. There's still more need to be done. Is he talking to those people at the legislature, at the state level, at the local level, at the uh, at the at the federal level? Is he there having the same discussions with those guys and making sure they understand the importance of these of equal rights? You know what I mean? So, I mean, when they won the championship, he didn't decline meeting with Donald Trump. I, I had an issue with that, and I feel like you know if they turn around and win the chip this season, which hopefully Trump won't be in there. If things are not changing, will he decline and not go to the White House? Would it be mm. something being done that he can keep this pressure on the people in these positions that we need from former change, man? So mm-hmm. I'm with it. I like the video. It's a good, it's a good marker, but we need more. Mm-hmm. Definitely need more, man. So that I agree with everybody else on your, you guys. And um, so we can we definitely on the same page with that. All right, let's get out of here. This is one of our final topics before we get out of here. Uh, I didn't even know this fight was even scheduled. So Ray posted this. He put this question in here. I didn't know that. That Crawford. Huh? It was in talks. I didn't even know that, that they, were, they were even in, in, in the discussion because I, I didn't even think that was going to ever happen. So what are you guys' thoughts? I know you guys know who Crawford is and, you know, Pac-Man. What oh, yeah. are you guys' thoughts about that fight in the fall? What do you think about that fight in the fall? Hey, Let's start with you, Dante. I let I, you end this, Ray. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a good fight. I mean, Pacquiao showed that he had some left in the tank when he punished Thurman, and and I and I think Thurman was scared from the start from way from looking at the fight. I think Crawford. I think this is this is a good fight for Crawford. I think he's going he's hungry, and I think he's going to come out and try to do it to show the world that he is the pound for pound best boxer. You know, I, I think I think it's a good fight for both of them. If Manny still got some more in the tank after he punished Thurman, Crawford want to prove himself to get this. Um, what Spinks? What, what's, the, what's, the, what's the dude name? The other group, the other guy he want to fight that they want. They trying to make the fight of. Spence. Oh, you talking about Spence? Spence. Yeah. Spence. Yeah, he want to get Spence. So I think. So I think. I think. So I think if 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 he punished Pacquiao, they got to make that fight. They that they're gonna put. 
that I think if he wins this fight, I think that's going to push boxing into a corner and say, hey, they got to fight. Hands down. They have to fight. Keon, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I don't really have too much on it. I, I'll watch it. Uh, hopefully it's good. Like you said, hopefully uh, Pacquiao still got something left in the tank. But, um, you know, but everybody know he's a competitor. So he definitely going to give his all. You're going to have to kill him in the ring. So but I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good TV to watch. Good fight. Yeah, I, I think Crawford, it's time for Crawford to step up and take control of his business and talk people who I'm fighting. Line them up. Because if he, if he continue to lean on Bob Aram to put these fighters in front of him, bro, he ain't going to never fight nobody, dog. He'll never get the credit that I think he deserves as one of the best pound for pound at 147, 140 in, in the fight game. But he has to say, you know what? Line him up. I'm fighting him. We're going to make this fight happen and make it happen. Use his, use his power. Like, he's the best fighter that Bob Aram got besides Lenchenko. Lenchenko. So, like, dog, hell in your business, bro. This will be a good fight for him, I think. Because he ain't fought nobody, really. Man, I don't want to see this. Why? Pac, you with you. been fighting good, though. Nah, I'm tired. Of it. I don't want to see Pac no more. It's a fight that I want to see. And it's that my man from Dallas and Crawford. Man, mm -hmm. That's it. That's Crawford. all I want to see. I don't want to see anything else. I don't want to see this Pacquiao fight. Pacquiao is a good fighter, a decent boxer, but he's old and he's washed. And I don't want to see it. I want to move on. I want to see my man Dallas and Bud. Yeah, I and bet, that's it. I and I want to. And I want to see a trilogy of that fight. I don't. I want to see at least three fights of that. Mm -hmm. I think it could be a split with with the last fight being, you know, a toss up. And that's it. I don't want to see anything else. I, I'm tired of it. it. It needs to move on. I know that it's top rank and and somewhat of top rank because I think. Pacquiao's no longer a part of their uh, shell. Uh, he's not part of their stable anymore, but he still does business with them. But I don't want to see none of that. I want to see the best, the, the pound for pound, the two best fighters in the world uh, fight each other in 147. And it's them two. I don't want to see anything else. But I do want to give a shout out to Lamont Rosini. I know you and big Lamont, little Lamont. You know what I mean? I know he got a fight coming up that he announced on Instagram the other day, man. So, you know, we show support for Lamont up in here. You know what I mean? Good luck on that. We're definitely going to be excited about checking that out. You know what I mean? But other than that, I don't, I ain't, it ain't nothing else going on, man. I ain't trying to see nothing else. Other, though. Huh? Them boys don't want to fight each other, bro. They nah, do want to fight each other. It's just about business, bro. It's just about oh, business. Oh, that would be the biggest money that they ever make. They could make it out there. And they're going to make it multiple times. If it's a yeah. good competitive fight, oh, my God. It's gonna, put that thing in. He's talking, uh, he talking about fighting Danny Garcia. I don't want to see that. Nah, and and, and 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 that's the boxer. Both of them, you run the show. Like, look, if you if you don't make the fight happen, we leaving. We signing somebody else who gonna make this fight. Yeah, man. Quit, quit messing around with each other, dancing around. Look, we want to fight each other. Y'all two make it happen. We can do a 50-50 yeah. split. If the, if the joint six hundred million, it's six hundred million, three hundred three hundred apiece. Let's keep it moving. You know, 50-50. Y'all the best two boxers out there. You what everybody want to see. And you can guarantee that if you want to put it on pay-per-view, people going to pay one, 125 or whatever to get it. They're going to pay to see this fight. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, they doing too much shucking and jiving. Like, man, listen. They Time need to, to move on. The Boxing Federation need to force these dudes to fight. Tell these owners, look, 
We can strip them all they belt until they fight. Let's get it. Yeah. No doubt. Keon, man. Keon, you gonna uh, just lean back there in the back, bro? Like you just ain't part of the show no more? Are you gonna... <laughs> we all, it is a show, dog. Like we do it's need you nice. to see your face. At least see your face. You could at least pull the camera, pull the up close to you or something, man. Put the camera up. Put the camera up. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, man. I want to see that temple tape, bro. I gotta see that temple tape. <laughs> all right, bro. So, so that was the last topic of the day, fellas, man. Any, any everybody want to? Let's get to our final thoughts before we get out of here, bro. So, uh, Keon, since you was the last over there sitting in the corner, let me get your final thoughts when we get out of here. Yeah, bro, it's been a, a great debate. Great, you know what I'm saying? Now the topic's good to get out. We're starting to get more, you know, stuff coming out to the front with dealing with sports, you know, looking forward to the NBA season. Uh, have a lot more we can, you know, come up with. I remember one, a couple of months we were struggling to come up with topics. So, <laughs> so now it's good, you know, just everything flowing. And, you know, guys, again, you know, it'd be good to see everybody today, too, bro. But we discussed, what, 5 o'clock? Yeah, man, we, we, we could talk about that off, off camera, bro. We, we, you over here talking about family business. We could talk about family business off camera, man. We could talk about family yeah. business off camera. We get off here. Ray, man, give your final thoughts, bro. Hey, man, look, a good one, bro. Y'all boys stay safe. Everybody stay safe, man. And, you know, enjoy this family time, bro. Enjoy, enjoy the downtime. Absolutely. Dante? Hey, man, don't be a bird brain. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a bird brain. But nah, man, you know, this time is cool, man, you know, relaxing, you know, and we, where we can't go nowhere. The COVID has shut everything down. But in, in, to look at it in a, in, a, in a good way, this COVID has helped people open their eyes to a lot of things that's going on in this country and in this world that needs, needs to be changed. So I just, you know, I mean, yes, it, it, it's, a, it's a bad virus, but but on the upside, you get to see who people are and where they are and how they think, and hopefully that we get this 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 movement can make this world a better place for for everybody, not just for one ethnic group. Facts. That's what's up. Facts, man. I ain't got nothing. To, I ain't got nothing to add on that, man. You know. But, all right, fellas. It was a great day, and you know we'll catch up with each other a little bit later. All right. No all right, cool. cool. All right. All right, Ray, get us out of here.